Welcome to the show. Adrian Appalucci is here. She's super funny. Uh, before we get to that talk, let me give you some tour dates. June 13th, these are my tour dates. I'll be in West Nyack, New York at Levity Live. Then Clusterfest in San Francisco, June 21st through 23rd. Milwaukee Comedy Fest, August 1st. Let's Festival in Fort Wayne on August 2nd. White Rabbit Cabaret, which is a great venue in Indianapolis on August 3rd. The Thing Festival in Port Townsend, Washington, 25th. October 3rd, I'll be in Honolulu, Hawaii at the Blue Note. October 5th, Kihei, Hawaii at the Pro Arts Theater. November 16th, City Space in Boston. January 17th, 2020, Aladdin Theater in Portland. And Todd Berry podcast t-shirts are available. Go to toddberry.com slash shirts, and then you can buy one. Uh, what else? I think that's it. We'll be right back with Adrian Appalucci. Adrian, what's going on? Nothing much. How are you? I'm all right. It's hard getting you on this show. It's been like years I've been trying to get you on here. It hasn't been years. It's been months. But that's because there's nowhere to park around here, and I'd have to park in a lot. Yeah. And you... once you said you were going to pay for it, I was I like, I am going to cool. reimburse you for that. I was like, cool. What are we looking at, by the way? Probably about 40 bucks. 40 bucks? Oh, I mean, shit. unless that's, it's that's under bad, an hour. That's that's a bad precedent for other people. And be like, yeah, I, I had to park. Like you, you I live, was trying you to save bucks. you from that by not doing the podcast. Oh, uh, well. I know I, you're I rich. Had, I know you're rich. Had though, I known so. it was $40, I would have absolutely not had you on my podcast. That's too bad at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just your fault. Do we have, is it in writing anywhere that I'm reimbursing? I mean, it's on my cell phone. I know. I'm going to be willing to I'm go to court over it. I'm going to. I might even give you cash instead of Venmo. Whoa! Whatever you want. Nice. I should have uh, said it was more. I I have a feeling you did do that, but <laughs> I definitely did not. Forty dollars. Wow. Because if it's a minute over an hour, it goes to the next thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's twenty nine for one hour and then thirty nine for two hours. I guess we are in Midtown Manhattan, or yeah. lower. Is this, this uh, does this even count as Midtown? To me, it's Midtown. We're very near the Empire State Building. I didn't even know that. You didn't I know? lived in New York my whole life. I still don't know where anything is. The Empire State Building is literally like two blocks west. Yeah. If we were on um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and they asked me that question, I'd have to use one of my lifelines. Did you watch Jeopardy? Would you watch this guy who won a bunch of times? No. Oh, never mind. He I lost yesterday. Was everyone happy, you think? Uh I, I I don't know. I don't. That'd be a weird thing to be happy about. But I mean, it was kind of cool, like that someone because he was a he was a beast. Like he just plowed through people. How much money did he win? He won like two point four million dollars on Jeopardy. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that you could just be smart and go on that show and not work. I know. Well, his work prepping for that show. Yeah, I guess he's reading stuff. But like, he probably <laughs> he sounds like somebody that enjoys that. Right. He enjoys being a smart guy. Like, I don't think at this point I can study everything and then go on Jeopardy and be a, be a millionaire. Yeah, like, how do you know what to study? Like, we're going to study every artist, every musician. Who was the question they got him on? Um, I don't know if it was like one question, but it's just this this librarian. She was very good. And oh, she, of course, she's a librarian. Yeah, he's well, a she sports does gambler. Have times to read. Yeah. Oh wait, who won? 
She won yesterday. Ah, uh, the librarian. Okay. And yeah, it, you know, but I don't know why we're talking about this. Oh, because I have no direction whatsoever in this in this podcast. Yeah, that's how I do my podcast. What's your podcast? It's just me and Sarah Talamash talking shit in my car. Oh, in my she's Jeep. funny. She's very funny. In your Jeep. I had a Jeep. Now I have a Nissan Rogue. Now I've recorded a few episodes in a car and it I don't think it worked out, but maybe I didn't use the right equipment. You get good sound um, quality? I think we get we get good sound quality, but if anything else is happening, like if it's raining, you're gonna hear it. Yeah. Well that's kinda cool. It gives a little character, texture. Mm-hmm. I got into a fight one time. Let's hear about the, that. We were in the Greenwich Village, not far from the cellar, uh-huh. and some guy was wrecked. And then he put his head down on my car, and then he looked like he was writing, but it was just his hand. I didn't know that, and I got out of the car, and we just had a fight. Like a a physical fight? No, 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 like a a verbal fight. Just get the fuck off my car kind of thing? and then he left. Oh, man, that was caught on tape. Yeah, and then also me and her were parked in a bus stop Uh during the day. Yeah, this one's your fault. I guess, but we're parked in this bus spot, and... Everyone's just honking and we're like, what's going on? There's so much traffic. And then this bus driver pulled up near us and was like, you're in the bus lane. He's like, enjoy your $200 ticket. Oh, man. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I guess we better move. Yeah. But I bet if you explained we're recording a podcast. He just looked so happy that I was going to get a ticket. I never got it, though. But I imagine he has not to be not on your side, but I imagine that's a rough job. I've seen those bus drivers get yelled at and by just crazy. Oh, of course. Also, what sucks about being a bus driver is even if you even if you go really fast, you still don't get to leave early. You have to keep doing that same loop. Oh, I see what you're saying. Cause like sometimes to... if you're at work and you finish everything you have to do, your right. boss will be like, hey, can I go? I finished all my stuff. They'll be like, all right. right. But like that, no, that's it. You just keep circling. Right. Yeah, you can't bail at 23rd Street if you're supposed to go to Houston. Right, if you're like, hey, I did this early. <laughs> or just do the loops really fast. Do you take the bus ever? I mean, maybe once or twice a year. I take it once in a while. I like it. I, that's the express bus, not like the regular oh, not the... poor person bus now. Okay. You're saying I take the poor person's bus? Yes. But I don't I don't know if everyone's poor on it. Most I've people seen, are I've poor. I've seen actual celebrities on the bus. That might be different in Manhattan, but yeah. like oh, where you, I'm in the Bronx, if you're, you're taking the bus, you definitely are somewhat poor. I mean, I'm also poor, but like a are, car is... Are you really poor? Poor enough. Yeah. I mean... I'm not balling. Like I could never, <laughs> re- car, I could never retire. Right. But that's just like, so I'll have a car, but like maybe there's other things I can't do. Uh-huh. Like what? I don't know. Go to someone's dumb wedding. I'm like, sorry, I'm paying for my car. That's called uh, dodging a bullet. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. I mean. Are you still going to a lot of weddings? Uh, I ha- no, I haven't. I don't think I've been to one in like a year or so. My uh, best friend got married for a second time, but her first wedding, she moved to Texas. Her first wedding, I didn't have any money and I didn't go to the wedding either because it was just really quick. Uh-huh. And I didn't give her a gift for like two or three years and then I had gotten a settlement for, I think when a drunk driver hit me or something and I gave her 500 bucks and then like two months later they filed for divorce. And I was oh, like, man. I almost made it. Five. That's a pretty generous gift. I, I think... I sometimes go to weddings and forget to give. I used to be really on that, but then I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, I just traveled four hours. Yeah, on I think a plane. you could take that into consideration also, especially I, if you take a plane trip. There probably or... are people I owe wedding gifts to, but I'm usually very good about that. I've, I've, yeah, now I feel like a, I feel like a shit. 
I feel like most of those weddings are going to end anyway. Well, that's, yeah, I guess if you want to think of it that way. Two months. I should have waited two more months. So they got divorced two months after they got married? No, no, no. It was like two years oh, after. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. And I just waited, waited that long to pay, oh, give her a man, gift. You could have sweet 500 You could have paid for the parking today. And still I could have paid for the parking today. $460. Yes. Left. And then I could have also paid for your future <laughs> guest parking. Uh, I think you're the only person to drive here. I always drive. I don't live physically far, but if I was to take the train, it's like 34 stops. Is it really? Uh-huh. And I also live like 15, 20-minute walk from the train. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, it's not very convenient, which is good because my area is still really nice. Yeah, I was born in the Bronx, by the way. You know that. What part? Uh, I don't know. I was born in Bronx Lebanon Hospital. I know that. Okay. And I lived in Riverdale, which... Is not the Bronx. It is the Bronx, but it's not. No, but let me Fine. just finish. People in the Bronx do not consider that the Bronx. Well, because part of it is rich people, but I did not live in the rich. I lived in just a very modest apartment. Okay, people in the Bronx still don't care about really? that. Yeah, is it? Well, that's just. Uh, I'm sorry that uh, I was born in the Bronx, and you can't handle it. <laughs> I can't handle it. That's the absolute <laughs> is, truth. Are they perceived as? Is that perceived as a rich person's? Because I absolutely lived it's in like, like a br- small one bedroom apartment. Or two bedroom or whatever. Yeah, I guess it's like Bronx Light. Bronx Light. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You're really just you're that's letting what me I've have heard. It. How am I letting you have it? I'm it's being so nice. Bronx Light. You're, I'm telling you, I'm from the Bronx. I'm I'm putting some, you know, I'm saying it with pride. And you're <laughs> but you're like, really oh, not no, you're from, from the Bronx. Bronx. How from, long did you live in the Bronx? Not one, not two, five years. <laughs> Up until you were five. That's it's, not that from bad. From zero to five. Yeah. And then once you went to school, your p- family was like, "We got to get him into a better district." No, then my father wanted to move to upstate New York for some reason, and then we did that for three years, and then his company got moved to Florida, so we moved to Florida. That's why I have I such like an ups- interesting background. Yeah, upstate is nice. Upstate it's just is roomy. Nice. Yeah. Do you like living? There's good food in the Bronx, isn't there? It's okay. No, really? It's not great. Isn't there like some good, uh, I don't know what it is. Spanish food? Maybe. You know, there's, there's uh, City Island, which has a lot of seafood. What is City? I don't even know what City Island is. It's like this an island where there's one way in and one way out. It's part of the Bronx, and they have a ton of seafood places because it's right off the water. Right. I'm going to go there tonight. How are you going to get there? That's a troop. <laughs> You're giving me a ride. No, the, uh, so you drive everywhere, so when I see you at the cellar, you drive. Absolutely. Oh, you've actually given me a ride. Yeah. You have given me a ride. You know that. Pre- I was just fa- I was a little bit dishonest right there. pretending. Really? You, do- you drive the cellar? I knew you fucking drove the cellar. You know that, yeah. Right I drive all I the time. Like it's very easy to park around there. Is it? After like six o'clock, you can park almost anywhere. Really? Yeah. That's so cr- I would, be, that's very, I mean, I believe you, but it seems like it wouldn't be the case. No, it, it is the case. Because it's the village and it's the craziest part of town. Yeah, but you could park right by NYU. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Get a car. Um... What kind of car do you have? That's a pretty nice one, right? It's decent. It's a Rogue. Paying that lease and car oh, you're insurance. It? Yeah. Is that the way to go, leasing? I know it is in no, LA, I've been told. I don't think it's the way to go. You end up putting on a lot of miles, and I usually go over my miles. What do you mean? So if they give you, I got 15,000 miles a year, so if you bring it back and there's 50,000 miles, you're now over. Oh, there's a little quota. Yeah. So you can't go road tripping. You can. You just have to hope someone steals your car right before the lease is up. <laughs> That's a weird thing to pray for. Just got to leave something expensive in your car. You come out from the, at, at leaving the mall and you're like, please, 
right. don't be their car. No, you just got to have everybody watch you put bags in the car. Oh, yeah. And leave so, the keys in yeah, it. Yeah, like, it'd be, be like, oh, I, 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 didn't, I locked. I definitely locked. She didn't lock it. Well, also, if you, it's hard to say it's stolen if the steering column's not broke. So you have to not leave the keys in the car. <laughs> so we're talking about. This is a little guideline on how to commit a, a, Look, a crime. I'm talking about like I know some stuff. <laughs> uh, have you been on the road lately? Now you did some shows with Pat, and I saw a tweet from him. Yeah, that was real. I was really happy to see that. It was yeah. I opened for Pat a couple times, which is Pat Oswald. Pat Oswald, yeah, he's super nice. What a yeah, nice he's very guy. Nice. He's very, very funny. Nice yeah, he's super funny and super nice. Um, how was that? that? Apparently went great. But why don't you tell me in your own words how it was? It was great, yeah. How did, did you know awesome. him or did you? So was, we have the same manager. Okay. And uh, she just had, I guess they have other people too, kind of open for him just for features. Or And he watched your set? Yeah, he watched my set. He uh, he really liked me. Yeah, he. Re- I was really, uh, I saw that tweet. He said, I forgot exactly what the tweet was, but it was just like, it's such a pleasure when you get discover someone new or something like that. Yeah. How big were the places? Um... I think, so one was, where was it? Um, I don't know. It was like a big stadium, but they cut like half of it off. A stadium? An arena. Okay. Yeah, it holds like 10,000 people. Okay. So they like, you know, partitioned a certain area off, maybe like 2,500. Uh-huh. And then I think the second one was about 2,000. Wow. And the last one was like 3,000. Were you nervous? Um, I was nervous a little bit in the bigger one just because my I'm kind of low energy and yeah, you know, I don't I'm, respect not, that. I'm not dancing around on stage <laughs> yeah like I am yeah so I was a little worried about that but it went well did they have um what is it uh like projected were, were there cameras on you projecting it were there screens I think so I don't remember to be honest how, how much time did you do between 15 and 20 nice did yeah. you introduce him mm-hmm yeah how exciting. That was exciting. Are you going to do more dates with him? Um, so I'm opening for him when he tapes his special in September. Where's that? I think Charlotte. Charlotte? Mm-hmm. What an interesting uh, choice. I heard there's a really good comedy scene there. I've never yeah, been I've before. Yeah, I've chosen Charlotte. Yeah, I've never been there before. Yeah, no, I like North Carolina in general. Yeah. I've never been there before for comedy, so that'll be interesting. So how many is he going to film? He's going to shoot two in one night? Yeah. Two in one night. And then I've been opening for Ari Shafir, which has been a lot of fun. And you've opened for me before. And I've opened for you before. Yeah. And I wasn't sure what your audience would be like. Why is that? Because I'm so precious? (laughs) Because you're a baby angel. (laughs) Um, No, they're just, it's almost like a similar audience to Patton. You know, because I have some real dark offensive stuff. But they're just comedy fans who are like smart and into comedy and it was great. You're talking about me. I'm talking about you and his audience. Okay. I feel like you were talking about his, was, and then you just kind of did a little safe. I feel like I don't want you to hurt yourself after this is over. You did very well when you opened for me. It was in Jersey City, not the most exotic location. True, but it was a really fun place. Yeah, and I remember you did something very nice. I'm going to take a sip of water. Oh, I did do something really nice, and then you you broke me down for doing it. I broke you down? Didn't I said you we were good friends, and you were like, we're not good friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such an obvious joke. I know. I was I mean, kidding. you saying we're good friends. Uh <laughs> No, I it, my my little cat was even a littler cat. That's right. And she was. I was really nervous because I, I I don't think I was, I don't think I did things perfectly. Like I didn't really keep her corralled in a small room 
at first, which you're supposed to do. So I kept losing her in my apartment, even though it was a small apartment. And then I remember you came and picked me up, and I couldn't find her. And I knew she didn't obviously walk out the door. Yeah. But still. And you then, were so upset. I knew you would not have a good time if we got there. And I was like, there. I told you. I was like, I don't know. I left without a... And you're like, go back in there. Yeah, I knew you just were not going to have a good time. And then I went in there, and then she was just like, came out. I was like, there you are, you little freak. I have a similar story. So I had a puppy. Yeah. I still have her now. She's bigger. But when I, she was a puppy, I couldn't find her, and she was crying. And... Like she, the cries were getting fainter and fainter, and I felt like if I didn't find her, she was going to die. So I tore the whole apartment apart. And she ended up going, I had, um, I don't know, like not a closet, but one of those things that's, you know, with drawers, like a dresser. Yeah, like a dresser, but it was pretty big. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way she could get in here. So I, her, I pulled it out, and all I seen was her little leg sticking out. She must have gone in and went. I don't know how she got in there. It was this much space. And then I had to, like, you know, pick up this huge heavy thing, and she just ran out. They're smart. They're, they're, they're crafty, I should say. I mean, it was so tiny where I was like, I don't know how she even got in there. Yeah. I wonder how she – what if she opened the drawer and then closed it? I think she was just like, let's fuck with this person. You think so? I think yeah. it was malicious. Malicious. Because I remember when I – we did that show, and I went back upstairs to my apartment – I looked under the bed, which I'd looked under like seven times and didn't see her. And then she was there. I was like, what? How, how do you? The bed's yeah, not she that probably big. moved. She either moved or she just hid behind something and I was too lazy and I had too much shit under the bed. And oh, But things are different now. Well, she's, how old is she now? A year? She's, she's about a year. You don't like cats, though. I, think I like cats. Okay. I don't love them. Right. But I don't, like, my mom has two cats. Yeah. Um, one of them was my cat and then she was just making my life miserable and I had to give her back. What was she doing? So I had a dog at the time, uh-huh. my boxer, and she would like put her paws in the, um, kitty litter and then put it in my dog's water. And I was like, you're out. You're definitely out. Oh. That's like not, that's dangerous for my dog that I loved way more than that cat. But she would also just like knock everything over. She was a jumper and knocked everything over. You're saying the like the contamination of it. Yeah, the, the contamination from that kitty litter into the water. Yeah, well, it's a lot of suspension of uh, that kind of health. I'm a pretty germaphobic. I can be, but like she, I, if I thought about her paws every day, I would just be constantly boiling my house. Yeah, but you're not licking her paws. I am. Well, <laughs> well, then you have a lot to be worried about. Okay. <laughs> uh have you done any other road gigs lately? Um, I went with Ari to Omaha. To like the Funny Bone two or two? The Funny Bone like two weeks ago. How was that? It was fun. Good crowds. Yeah. Um, Omaha's boring. That's not, I, I think Omaha's a pretty cool city. I mean, we were only there two days. You also may have been in suburban Omaha. Or I think we probably were. You weren't in the happening cool part. What's the happening cool part? I don't know. I assume like the downtown area. Right. They pro- they do have a downtown area. We never got there, but I assume it's like one block. What did you do on the road? Like, what did you do all day? Um, we went for long walks. Really? Yeah. Just kind of hung out. That was about it. We were only there Friday and Saturday, and then yeah. we left Sunday. Where else have you been with him? Um, I went to Arizona to the improv 
And the improv in Tempe, I guess. Oh, that's that's big. It's really big. Those shows were really good. That was a couple months ago. Um, I'm going to Columbus with him in like two weeks. Yeah? Yeah. But I was just in Columbus with Patton. So it's weird that I've been in Ohio so much in the last two months. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes you just keep going back to Ohio. It's right. Oh, wait. There's that song. There's that uh, Pretender song. Back to Ohio. I should play it right now. I should insert it right now in this little... Play it. I don't think I've ever heard low. it. No, I'm not going to play it. I'd have to pay someone. <laughs> That's right. Pay You've already maxed I'm out. I'm already like losing huge You maxed money. out your money for this. Um, so do you like being on the road? It's fun if you go with somebody that you're friends with and right. can hang out with. Have you done much like solitary road um, work? I've done... I have a couple things coming up and I've done some stuff, but it's never really fun really? by myself. Yeah, because I'll just kind of stay in the hotel the whole time. Really? You won't go for a walk? I did when I was in Montreal two years ago, and it was freezing though, so I kind of did one thing. Yeah. But how do you like going on the road? Um, it's funny you should ask. I uh, It's a mixed bag, because like, I just did like this European tour. and Where'd you go? I went to uh, Copenhagen, Oslo, Prague, and Berlin. Okay. And I, took a, I made sure to have a, a few days off, a good amount of days off. So you could do stuff? Yeah, but I was still, for the most part, by myself. You know, you'd meet comics or whatever and chat with them at night or whatever. But for the most part, like during the day, it's a little lonely. You're like, oh, this is cool. I'd like to, it'd be nice to sort of uh, bounce yeah. this off someone. That's kind of how I felt. But that's what we do, Adrian. But do you, you like going on the road better with friends and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking when I, especially, I think it probably during that last tour, I was like, I should try to get something together. Yeah. Like four comics to a bus road manager go all out go all out i don't know how to organize something like that but i mean i guess i do if i just you could probably just it. post it on instagram and someone will do it for free <laughs> no i mean i have a booking agent <laughs> not that part getting the the bus and stuff together oh yeah 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 i mean uh, that's i guess it's all it's all just you'd have to have come up with a name for it and then we come up with a name right now really todd's tour bus. No, i was gonna say todd's tour there you that's, go that is actually a good idea for Todd's tour, and it's just... If anyone listening wants to put a tour together for Todd, do it. No, I think that... Uh, I mean, I have people to do that. I have a whole a whole contingent. Is that the right word? A whole group of people. They're all on your payroll. I have, like, this team of, like, 75 booking agents. No, I'm joking. Wow. So if you die, a lot of people are going to not be employed. Oh, my God. There's going to be a lot of... Uh, I'm just, I can't believe I'm still doing this riff. <laughs> do you have someone who books you? No. Really? Like my manager's booked a couple of things, but I don't have an agent. Huh. You should. Yeah, it would be nice, but I don't. You got to tell your manager to get you one. Yeah. I mean, it's just not that easy. I've had a couple of managers before. They almost, a couple of agents, they almost never do anything. Yeah. So. Did you, uh, you did Letterman. Mm-hmm. Years ago. That's cool. It was very cool. Did anything exciting come from that? I got some gigs from it. I don't, you know, a lot of likes on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's the uh, the epitome of like what everyone wants. Right, you get likes, you get some hate. It's, it's the mixed bag, right? Get some hate, definitely. Did um, how long you been doing stand up? Fifteen years. Fifteen. Holy mm -hmm. shit! I know. Wow. It's a long time. Where did you go on first? I know these are boring questions. But Where did I go on? Yeah. What do you mean? First time on stage. Oh, um, I think it was some Brooklyn Italian restaurant. So you started in New York. 
Well, I was born and raised in the Bronx. Like okay. I am yeah, from so New was York. I. Yes. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> you kind of were fine. But uh, yeah, I, what's funny is my mom used to do stand up. Really? Yeah. And then she. Who's your mom? Uh, I'm not going to say her name. We're not even talking. She told me that I'm dead to her. So I'm oh, not, really? I'm not going to give her any publicity. Okay. Um, so she started again when she, she started and brought me to an open mic and then I just kept doing it. And eventually she saw me get some stuff and she was like, oh, I'm going to do this again. Oh. So. That's, I had no idea your mom did comedy. Yeah. She I can't wait to talk that. about this once we're done. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you started in New York. Mm-hmm. How do you think? What do you? How do you think you broke through? Like to, hmm. to where you're like, all right, now I'm one of the, I'm one of the comics of New York. Um, top tier. I'm not sure. I think just keep getting up and yeah. little things start to happen. I don't know. Do you write every day? No, I should. Yeah, me too. Do you write every day? Just five hours a day. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I'm trying to. Lately, I have. I am trying to. Um, I'm writing more than I used to. I mean, I write in terms of like trolling dudes on Tinder. Oh, that's. I was going to get to. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me. I didn't write notes, but I meant to. Those. Are the, I mean, I'm doing a lot of those, which is kind of jokes. Why don't you tell people about that? Um. Okay, so I'm just trolling dudes on Tinder With and kind re- of get saying the worst stuff to see if they will tap out. Do you have any you could read to me or? Sure, I have one I can read to you that, uh, are we allowed to curse? Yes. Okay. I hope so. I hope they haven't been bleeping me. They might be. Uh, I doubt, I, yeah, I think you can curse. Okay, this is the one that I just read today. That I just so wrote today. So let me ask you sure. before you read this, mm-hmm. Do you are, is this like your real account or did you set up a... So at first I was using my own account, um, with my name and my face, and then someone was like, that's not that smart. And I was like, yeah, I'm very Googleable Because I'm saying awful stuff where somebody might get mad. Right. So then I changed it to a different face, uh-huh. and then I got banned. You got banned. I got banned, and then... Does that mean someone reported you? or Somebody definitely reported me, and I know who it was that reported me. It was a guy that I was trying... You know, these are this is fake, but I was trying to get him. I told him I was picking drugs up, and I needed a place to store them. <laughs> and he was like, you're a cop, and he flipped out on me, and I, he's the one that definitely reported me. Wow, he thought you were a cop, and he reported you. That I would be. Yes. Like, that'd be the last person I would report as someone who I thought was. I a cop. know, but he he reported me. I know it was that dude. Um, so now you do it under a. So now, and a lot of what I have to say is the comedy community really rallied. They came together, and I got other another person's account. What do you mean? Once they block you, you can't get back onto Tinder. You need like a different phone number. Oh, really? They, yeah. They block. They they're able to block you. You yeah. can't just sign up under a different email address or something. No, because I think it goes by your Facebook or your phone number. Okay. I'm not sure, but a couple of comics were like, "You can use my account." Wow. Yeah. Which I thought was incredibly nice. So they're bailing on their account, basically. They can't um, mix it up. They can't go like They can't mix it up, but like one or two people were married, so oh. it's like they're not going to need that for a while. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They could always use something else they when have they're Twitter, married. They have t- they're married and they have Tinder accounts? No, but they're like, you can use my account, like make one up. Because I'll need their phone number oh. to get in. So they, just not to be beating this to death, but they have an account already or they just said you can use my phone they number? They said I could just use their phone number. Okay. Yeah. And create an account. Create an account, With yes. their phone. Okay. Yes. Now we're all. Now we're cooking. So how do you have, so then you can make a password that you can use on your phone? Um, or do you yeah. have to borrow your friend's phone? Everything? No, you just tell them the phone number, they send them the code, and then you log in. Oh, my God. 
Let's all right. So let's so let's. So you all have right. a fake picture. Who's the picture of? I don't know. Some girl that some guy sent me a picture of. <laughs> Did you blur it or do anything, or you just? No. You think it'll get back to her? I mean, I think I'm going to switch it. And they said now you could do um, like virtual pictures that look real. So maybe I'll try that. But I do try and change the pictures up. All right, let's hear some of these. Um, okay. Um, all right, so this guy wrote, are you up? Didn't respond. Now, let me ask you this. Because yeah. I've never used Tinder because mm-hmm. I'm too famous. But the, um, sure. the are you up, is that his first? That's, that's his, his first uh, out the gate. That's, that's, his, are you that's up? his opener. Right, but he's not even texting me that. He's sending it through this app where right. I'm not going to get it. What do you mean you're not going to get it? I don't have notifications on for this bullshit. Oh. So, like, you sending me, are you up? I'm not actually going to get this if I'm up or sleeping. Okay. But he would. it's not weird for him to assume you might get it. Maybe, but I didn't respond to him for three messages. Okay. He goes, and also, he's, are you up? That's are you up? Didn't respond. Not even hello. How's it going? Right. Then, sorry I responded so late. Yeah. Then, did you mean to match with me? Oh. So, I, so I wrote, yes, I swipe right on everyone, then see who I match with. And that's basically what I do. I just swipe yes to everyone, and whoever writes to me, I'll troll. Okay. He goes, ah, I see. Well, what do you think about me? I said, you look cute, but I don't like kids. He goes, so who said you're going to meet the kids? I said, nobody, but you're still thinking like a dad. Oh, he has kids. Yeah. Okay. I said, and kids come with baby mama drama. (laughs) He goes, you won't have any of that drama. I'm drama free. But you're super far away as well. Are you okay with that? He goes, I have no baby mama drama. I said, do you still want to talk and get to know each other? And he spelled no, N-O-W. Oh, man. I said, you're right. I didn't realize you were so far away. He goes, so you're not going to talk to me anymore? He goes, what country do you live in? I go, I live in Pakistan. Did you really say that? Okay. Yeah. I guess I don't know I'm why not that's... lying. I know. You're so full, so lost. He goes, ah, no women's rights. Oh, he's playing that card. I know. I was like, not sure what you mean. He goes, I've heard no rights for women, women but I could be wrong. You want to talk? I mean, more rights for women at other places. Are you okay? Oh. And they goes, you can, if you want, you can text or call. And then he leaves, gave you his phone number? Yeah. And I said, sorry, I just had my clit ripped off. Fucking <laughs> Pakistan. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, maybe I can call when the bleeding stops. Oh, my God. And he goes, oh, my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope you're okay. So I say the worst stuff to get them to tap out. And he's still hanging. He's still in. He's I hanging mean, in there. The worst stuff I've said, people are still in it. Guys, I'm wondering, because at first I thought he was a dope. And I was like, oh, maybe he's actually a sincerely nice guy. And you're saying all this shit to bait him. And he's like, Yeah. But like I told one person that I answered the phone for the KKK. And it was a black dude. Yeah. And uh, he was like, all right, can you meet up on Sunday? I'm like, <laughs> no, What? Just told her I'm answering phones for the KKK. What a crazy person. <laughs> All right. You going to keep going with this one? Um, it's almost over. We don't have to. No, I want to hear more. Okay. Oh. Let me see. Um, I said, maybe I can call you when the bleeding steps. He goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope you're okay. I said, I will be. Fortunately for you, if we meet, the pressure will be off since I don't have a clit anymore. <laughs> oh my God. He goes, that's uh, not fortunate at all. Why would the pressure be off? I said, because you won't have to find the clit. He goes, mm, it's not that hard to find. I'm a grown man. And I wrote, I mean, these guys have a hard time finding it. I said, I mean, these guys had a hard time finding it. Oh. He goes, well, at least you still have your G-spot inside. We can, you can still come from that. I go, first, they tried to rip my asshole off. Oh, my 
God. Aww. I say, yeah, but I think they're going to go after that tomorrow. And he goes, are you scared? <laughs> I mean, that, like, what else so, do you have to say to the guy? This that, is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I write, oh, wait, they're coming back. If they see me on the phone, I'm going to get in trouble. Talk to you later. People are so crazy. I got my clit ripped off. And this dude was just like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, I'll call you if I stop bleeding. It's, I mean, I've said awful stuff to all these guys. They're yeah. so crazy. Do you, are you sitting there like crying with laughter when you do this? Yeah, usually. Do you ever have a friend watch you do it? or? Um, no. I'm usually just doing it by myself in my off time. How, how many of these have you, how many guys have you trolled? At least four. 50, maybe more, because I've been doing it almost two months, so maybe 100. Really? Are you mm -hmm. bored with it yet? Um, I'm not bored with it, but like, if I could get a good one like that, then it's really fun. Some of them go nowhere. Has anyone just immediately uh, busted you or? Um, not busted me, but like people will tap off pretty quickly. I do find that white dudes will hang in far longer than Hispanic and black dudes. Really? Yeah. That's just been my experience with this. You could publish this as a as a academic paper now. I'm gonna do something with it. I what don't are know you gonna what? do with it? I don't know. I've read a, I read a couple of them on stage, like the end of my set. They do well. So I did I a know. show that what's Lane Moore? Is that her name? Maybe. I think it is Lane Moore. I'm just panicked that I'm getting it wrong. I think that might be. But she does this Tinder live show. Yeah. Where she kind of trolls guys. Oh, uh, okay. But she does it live. Yeah. No, I'm doing it. It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that, this could be a good coffee table book. I know. I think I'm going to turn it into a book. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is. Has any, has any, have any publishers shown interest? No, but my friend who wrote a book was like, I'll help you if you want to get this together for a book. I've had some people be like, you should turn this into a book. I'll put you in touch with my What if you'd be allowed to? Like, like use, Why? Isn't there private, aren't there privacy issues? Or I mean, all their names are blocked out. Yeah. And I could even just make fake names up. I don't think so. I'm going to rat you out. Go ahead. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to write rat you out, Adrian. Even if you were, what would you do? Contact Tinder? Be I'd like this person. Tinder and all publishers. And tell them to be, I, I know this is a far-fetched thing. Yeah, because I would like to see you do it. No, I'm all for it. I'll buy the first copy of this book. Nice. Uh, what else do you do all day? Um, I don't know that. Do other stuff. Started walking at the park. I don't know. Do you power walk or do you just walk? I'm walking with no real agenda. I'm walking just leisurely. Uh, bring my dog sometimes. Do you, uh, so you'll just go for, which park is this? I'm not telling you so people could come and murder me. You're right. <laughs> There's only a couple parks anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we, now that I realize people will come and murder you, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to make it that easy. So you just go for a walk. Well, I go. I'm. There's not nothing power, wrong with that. I I'm do not that. power walking, but I'm walking for a couple of miles. Yeah. Mm. Do you count your steps? No, I just listen to music. You do. See, I never do that. Really? Aren't you bored? No, I don't. I feel like that's. I don't know how to describe. I think it's weird when I see someone walking down the street with headphones on. Really? Because I feel like you're blocking out. All the awful stuff going on? Well, you're, I feel like that's part of the deal is you, you take that in. No. I, I also realize women get catcalled and I don't. So, it, I think people look at you without headphones and think you're crazy. 
They're like, what's this guy doing? Really? Yeah. Maybe they thought you just woke up from a coma. Why Why are you insulting me all of a sudden? I'm just telling you what other people are thinking. <laughs> that I'm a crazy guy? Because I don't have the... Yes. I think you're being weirdly defensive about the headphones. I mean, I only use them when I'm at the park. Right. Other than that, I'm in my car, so I could just listen to other stuff. Right. I just like to take in the sounds around me. I get that. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't need to rock out, fuck, 24 hours a day. That makes sense. So I don't want to ever see you wear those headphones. You probably won't unless you come to the park while I'm getting murdered. Oh, my God. Adrian. You never feel like you're walking home alone by yourself that you might get murdered? Um, there's not. I feel like there's not a lot of streets like in, in the neighborhood I live in where I'm like, there's like always someone on the street. Okay. But I mean, I, there's been times I guess I've been a little nervous. Like, and I have been attacked once. So. Yeah. I think everyone has. But... Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it's just, it's not that a big an issue. But who knows? Cut to me getting murdered. I hope you don't. Really? I want to make sure this comes out and people hear it before. <laughs> well, it, if I get murdered, then there'll be a lot more attention drawn to it. Right, but this has to come out first. Okay. You have a lot of demands there, dear. Um, I guess I do. I want this to come out so it's not a waste of time. Okay. Now let's talk about your let's talk about your jokes. Very dark sure, jokes. Sure, let's talk about my jokes. I was let's quoting go. one of your jokes too, I think Sarah Silverman. Ooh, which joke? The one about uh about um suicide where your doctor said you ever th- have suicidal thoughts and you go just the normal ones that it's awesome, something like that. Oh yeah. Did I butcher that one? That's a kind little of, bit, but I that's did. pretty much it. That's the essence of it, right? I mean, it wasn't word for word. I think, uh, how's Even you joke? don't know this joke. I know. I don't write my jokes down, so I'm losing so many jokes. Really? Do you have lists? Yeah. But like the fact that you re-mentioned that joke, I was like, oh, I remember it. Where my doctor says, do you ever think about killing yourself? And I was like, yeah, but like the way everyone does, you know, like how great it would be. Yeah. I think my version was actually better. I'm so, going to say no. So I have it on tape, so I will, <laughs> I'll cut this part out and then I'll send it to you. Thank you. But that's a good joke. Thanks. Nice dark one. Nice dark one. Do you, um, I feel like, do you feel like, I feel like having dark jokes is like, uh, it's sort of like being low energy. Like it probably hurts you sometimes, but it also makes you stand out. Because you yeah. connect with people like, oh, I don't hear a lot of this. There's, um, I also know it's a risk, you know, like there's usually half the audience will be into it and the other half won't. Yeah. So I'm aware of that. Um, I was at the cellar the other night and someone goes, did you hear about the guy that walked out during your set? And I said, no. And they go, he must have been like from the Netherlands or Scandinavian or something. And he goes, I can't do accents. But he was like, can I leave? I just can't take anymore. <laughs> that was the Southern accent. Whatever. <laughs> That's what he said. And he left and then came back like five minutes later and goes, oh, can my wife also leave? <laughs> Oh my god! Can but those get, are the best type of people to not like you. They did. I didn't even know it was happening. Right. They didn't make a scene. They went quiet. Yeah, I think so. That's the way. I like. It's also a little weird that someone pointed that out to you. Like, hey, I want to let you know that someone. Well, it was walked a comic out. too. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that seems unnecessary to point that out. Maybe they thought it was funny. Right. Who knows? Right. I'm kind of used to it. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like if someone, I mean, it's legitimate to not like someone. So if you just sit there quietly and hate it or. Right. That's the other thing, too. It's only a 15 minute set. Right. So you can just stay there and daydream. But I think walking out is actually appropriate rather than yelling something out or being Absolutely. shitty. I, lo- I wanted to thank them for just He was actually going. polite. Very polite. He, it just wasn't for him. Absolutely. That doesn't um, hurt my feelings. Maybe his wife. I'm curious about. It's weird that he walked out. He walked out and then came back. I was like, oh, can my wife also leave? You would think they would have had some sort of like, I'm going to go. You want to go? I don't know. He went first. I think she liked you. She might have. And then he's like. Maybe that upset him more. he felt weird. Yeah. The fact that I didn't even know about, that's how all people that are mad should leave a show. Yeah, that's. that's Just well, get up, not make a sound. Asked to leave, and it's fine. Another thing it reminds me of, this hasn't happened a lot, though, in a long time, but uh, when I find out people were thrown out, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize they were thrown out, oh, my God, I love that. You love when they're thrown out. I love when, well, no, I don't, I don't, I'd rather have an audience where no one needs to be thrown out. Of course. But it, I like to me, it tells me, oh, this club was on shit that I didn't have to point out to them. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of tension in this room. Nah, I'm fine. I know. You, I think you think I'm all right. I think you're all right. You're a good dude. Yeah. Do you uh, do you hang out with a lot of comics? Yeah, I have like a close group of friends. And uh, like Liz, I hang out with Liz a lot. Liz Mealy? Mm-hmm. We went to... <laughs> she told me you guys went to this cat cafe. <laughs> we went to a cat camp yesterday. Yeah. No, a couple of days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, she told me about it. it was, she said it was great. Yeah, because I went one day by myself. It's just this weird convention. This guy, Jackson Galaxy, is like a cat guru behavior guy. Mm-hmm. So there's all these people selling stuff, like little cat pins, and then there was actual cats, and then I just thought it'd be a weird thing to go to. Now that, sounds especially great. Especially now that I have a cat. And then like, I kind of want to go back the next day, and then like, I don't want to go back alone to a fucking cat show. It's... Famous and alone. famous and alone. Famous, lo- famous and lonely. Um, so but I invited her, and she's like, "Yeah, let's do it." And then I, That's I great. Like, yeah. She said there was all kittens, right? There's a lot. It was well. There was this one little cat cafe within the convention. Okay. Where you paid an extra eight dollars. Okay. And uh, it was all kittens, but there was so many people in there. And it's not like, and you aren't allowed to pick up the kittens. You're not allowed to. No, and I. I'm so what sure if they jump on you? That they actually made a point that said if they like jump on you or your lap, then you can keep them there. There was like one woman who's sitting there, like she had a cat a kitten on her lap, like no one else did. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you won the lottery. She probably. And then the dude she was with, oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because then the dude with her also had one on his lap. Like, I don't yeah, think that right. the chances that the only two cats laps. We're like, let's cats, go get this couple. Two cats wanted to go on laps, and they're. With this couple, yeah, yeah, they picked them up. Yeah, that's cheating, man. Um, okay, so you hang out with Liz. Hang out with Liz. I'll hang out with Carmen. Carmen's cool. Carmen's very cool. Uh, hang out with John Fish a bit. John Fish is very cool. Sarah Talamash. These are solid friends. Yeah, her husband sometimes Joe ooh, Sam Morrell. You're not into ooh. them. No, those guys are friends of mine too. Um, Mike Fenoya. He's a nice guy. Yeah, all nice people. Yeah. Then I have some friends that like I started stand up with that I they don't do stand up really that much, so I hang out with them too. Really? Mm-hmm. One of them is focusing more on acting. Do you do acting? Uh, no. I mean, I can only act like myself, so that's it. Have you been asked to do much acting? Um, at one time I had an agent that did send me out for a couple of things. Well, one of them was like. A gym teacher who uh, <laughs> who I think was like 
gay or maybe not gay, but like it just went to Fortune Feimster. And I'm like, yeah, you should have not even asked me. Oh, it was. Oh, that was the part. Okay. Yeah, that was the part. Yeah. It was for like a gym teacher on uh, a show. You could be a gym teacher as well. Sure. That's the nicest thing I've ever said to you. I'm going to disagree, but okay. <laughs> I could definitely be a gym teacher. Do you, uh, you live alone? Yes, me and my dog. Okay. What's your dog's name? Zuzu. Zuzu. Z-U-Z-U? Z-U-Z-U. Wow. What Zuzu kind of Petals. Zuzu Cuddles. Petals. Petals. I, see, I would not think. It's from a Ford Lane movie, that uh, Dice Ford Fairlane movie. Okay. I wouldn't expect you to have a, 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 a dog with that kind of name. That was not my choice. I'd expect yours would be like Jake or something. No, my ex, my ex uh, named her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Zuzu. Zuzu. She's really cute. You should bring her into the cellar or something. I bought her in once. You did? Yeah, it was like a late Wednesday night when not a lot of people were there. She's kind of freaked out by the city, which yeah, I get. Right. The city is a lot. It's a lot for us. Yeah, it's a lot for her. She was not into it. She was like kind of scared the whole time. Can you put her in a carrier? I guess I could. I mean, do, is she able, to, when you take her to the vet or... Are you, oh, no, no, no. I just put her in the car. She's fine. Oh, you just put her in... Yeah, she's fine in the car. Oh, because that dog's, you can walk, put him on a leash. I forgot. Yeah. I don't need to put her in a carrier. <sighs> I'm just dreading having to put my cat in a carrier. I have done it twice, but that's when she was extra little. Now I think she's going to be, she's going to be fighting me. Um, She might. <sighs> don't bring her to the vet. Get a vet come to you. There are vets that do house calls. Yeah, do that. You're rich. Sort of locked in. I'm not really rich. You're rich enough to do that. I'm only rich in the sense that I have... Young at heart? Hundreds of millions of dollars. (laughs) So in that sense... (laughs) Uh, Any other projects you got coming up? Do you you write scripts? Uh, Yeah. Me and Sarah have written a couple of scripts together. Yeah? Mm -hmm. When Sarah went out to do Corden... Her and my manager and me on the phone had a call with somebody about one of the things we wrote. So he liked it. He said he's going to see if he could find somebody that was into it. Like a a pilot? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are you going to do another TV set? I don't know. We'll see. Have you tried? Why don't you should do Conan? I have tried to do Conan. Um, Somebody recommended me to him, and I sent him a set and emailed him. He never got back to me. I don't think he's into me. Well, I, I don't even know if Conan, not to be, I mean, it's his booker. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. I didn't write to Conan himself. Okay. I wrote to the booker. Okay. Yeah. So maybe he's not into I me. I think Conan would love you. Probably. But, you know, got to get through that guy. Yeah. Keep trying. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's talk about, you said Patton's going to direct your special. What's your special? Is that in the works? Um, We'll see what happens. That's, you know, that only happened for me opening for him so Uh nothing is in set in stone yet I may even have you take that out because it may not happen oh really (laughs) um Uh, okay we'll see we'll take we'll take anything out you want out okay thank you uh oh wink wink I forgot to take it out no I forgot to take it out Uh, that's after I broadcasted 30 million people Are you looking at your phone? You got somewhere to go? No, I was waiting to see if uh, somebody wrote me back. Oh, my God. What? It's not that big of a deal. It's whether I'm meeting my friends or not later, and if I'll have to leave earlier from my house. Where are you going? I have some spots later, but I told my friend I might meet up with her if she wants to go somewhere. For a little dinner? 
Yeah, and she wants to talk about some stuff that's going on. Uh, I'm not going to talk be... about her stuff. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Okay. I, no, yeah. I'm not that much of it. No, no, I'm very respectful. Obviously. I'll talk about you, you know, rudely looking at your phone while you're talking to me. That, that First we'll talk of all, about, I just I'm not looked get at friend. it for a second. Got to control that. It's hard. Everyone's obsessed with their phones. I'm going to make you put it in like a pouch like they do at the cellar. The greatest feeling I ever had was when my phone got turned off because I didn't have money to pay it. Yeah. And I was like, this is so freeing. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember the days before you could get internet on the on planes and you'd be like, oh, I'm going to have six hours worth of emails are going to line up. Yeah. And then you'd turn your phone on or whatever. None. And it was like one shitty one. Yeah. I used to love when my phone would get turned off. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like a sense of freedom. Right. Well, I feel like just constantly looking at stuff. Yeah, it sucks. It does. I feel like it's shortened my attention span. For sure. I think so, too. That's how I feel. Did you go to college? Yeah. Where? I went to Fordham. For what? Um, Sociology, and then I was going to go to law school, and I started doing stand-up instead. What, what kind of lawyer did you think you were going to be? Um, or were you thinking about being, I should say? I mean, I like criminal law. Yeah. Defense. So the problem is like with defense is even if you don't believe them, I guess you have to still defend them. I'd have a hard time doing that. Yeah, I think. But that's the only way you make money in criminal law. Like you're not going to make a lot of money as a prosecutor. No. Mm -mm. That is, I'm sure they, that must be like the most annoying question to have to answer when you're a defense lawyer. It's like, how could you defend someone who's, I mean, I know they have an answer ready to go. Yeah, but I wonder if you like, really believe they're not innocent. I mean, I feel like that. Sometimes there's, you know, famous cases where it's like, you're a really intelligent person. There's no way. Did you watch any of the Netflix stuff? What? Like the Making... crime docs and stuff? Yeah, I watched those and I listened to one. Did you watch the Staircase one? Yeah, I did. What did you think about that? Because I could go either way. That's the way I felt. Like I'm like, at some times I believed him and other times I'm like, he definitely did it. Yeah, because I'm trying to just, it's been a while since I watched it, but I uh, I definitely had that sort of ambivalent feeling where I think I was leaning towards that he did it, maybe. But I think his lawyer was really good. and Great. That guy was amazing. And I feel like that should the case should have been, I forgot what the, yeah, I kind of felt bad that they didn't go to a second trial and did that weird um, plea. Alfred plea? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still don't know. It's like, after that whole thing, you just want to have a camera that showed what really happened. Because I am curious how all of that blood got all over the wall. Yeah, and there was the thing of like, on one hand, all right, he had this other wife who also died on a staircase. That's It wasn't his wife. It oh, was his wife's friend. Wife's friend? Yeah, and then I remember when they explained that, I was like, hmm, maybe he didn't do it. But it's such weird coincidences. But at the same time, coincidences happen. True. So you could conceivably know. I know, it's just, it's so weird. Yeah. Because I remember like all the blood everywhere where you're like, if she fell down the stairs, that's a crazy way to bleed that much. And it's also, I mean, a lot of it is also like the filmmaker, they can spin things. Sure, you can show stuff from a certain point of view. I heard view. he was involved with one of the... With one of the women, yeah. yeah. How did he pull that off? I guess you're just spending so much time together. She's filming you like, hey, what are you doing later? <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, he can't throw her down the stairs. You know what I mean? So, like, she's okay. That's, she's safe. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, also, he was bisexual, and he had that stuff going on with dudes. 
Right. It's he, all it's all a lot to take in. He did seem to be a guy who was probably good at lying, I think, maybe. Is that fair to say? I guess so. But he seemed like an okay guy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's that, kind of the way I felt. Yeah, it was one of those ones. And then did you see the extra footage where they said they thought an owl did it? I heard about that. And they said she had owl fibers in her hair. But I'm like, this all sounds so crazy. That's funny that you could be like a forensic scientist and know what owl fibers look like. I'll go, these are owl fibers. Like, how do you, how do you test for owl? I don't know. I guess, I don't know. It's just weird where they brought that into play and you're like, that sounds crazy. I didn't see, I didn't see the extra footage. Yeah. So that's what they said that that was like another option. Do you listen to crime po- uh, podcasts? Sometimes. I was listening to Serial for a while. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And uh, then HBO did that like short doc about it. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Is that good? Yeah. Um, it was with the girl in Baltimore. Do you see that one where the guy, oh, yeah, she, yeah. he's in high school. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. She gets, um, is it Ayad? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. I was going to look it up. Did you see the one about, uh, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it, but the guy who's, who's arrested for, I think, murder, and his alibi is that he was at a baseball game. No. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't, I'm afraid of ruining this movie or something. But it's I a also, movie? It's a 40-minute documentary on Netflix. Ooh, what's it called? That I forgot also. <laughs> okay. This is clearly the worst part of this particular episode of this podcast, is me Looking stuff stammering up. to not. I know, I want to know what it's about. What about, okay, did you see Kidnapped in Plain Sight? I did see that, Abducted in Plain Abducted, yeah. That abducted. One, I had to watch that in like eight sittings because it was just draining me. It was just like... And then he abused my kid, so then I started dating him. And, and then, like, he said, much he me, said that uh, something would cure him of wanting... Uh, something would cure him if he would sleep in bed with their daughter. Yeah. So they let this grown man sleep in bed with their kid and molest them in their own house. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, You're like, what awful parents. Yeah, that one was hard to get through. Yeah, that was... And that guy's dead now, too. He is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, he's dead. What do you got? The, what do you got the rest of the day? You gonna meet your friends? Uh, I think she hasn't texted me back, but I might meet my friend. Then I have a late one at the cellar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm gonna go see a play. Oh, what are you gonna see? Um, well, not to name drop, but my friend Jesse Eisenberg wrote a play. Nice. And I'm gonna go see it. Tonight. What's it about? I don't know. I forgot something with uh Susan Sarandon's in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's nice. I like going to plays. I don't do it enough. I haven't been to a play in a while. Do you take nights off? Yeah, I get nights off. I just don't have any shows. <laughs> right. I'll put in for like almost every night and then get a couple of nights off. And you'll just, you won't try to get on somewhere? Depends. Sometimes I will. Sometimes doing like an awful show is so unproductive. Doing an awful show? Yeah. Like a show you know that's probably not that good. Sometimes those shows are great. I mean, sometimes you get yeah. a little room in the back room in a bar, and they're just like, even if there's 15 people there, they're so happy. And Yeah. You go, what has been like your worst experience at a show? At a show? Yeah, any like, show. Like any show? Any comedy show that you're on stage. Oh, my God. I've been doing this a long time. I know you have. That's why you must have a lot of I stories. I mean, I've had shit thrown at me, and, and um, you know, just assholes in the crowd. Um, I'm trying to think like the most alarming thing. I 
Yeah, I think probably just assholes in the crowd, mean people, and mean people who aren't, they don't throw them out. And, yeah. But I feel like a lot, that's happened so, that happens so rarely now. Because the, some, the clubs I work are, are better at that kind of thing. And also, yeah. when I go on the road, I get my crowd who's pretty nice. Right. And, and if you're a shithead, you'll just stand out like a sore thumb. And, that makes sense. And uh, I don't, yeah, I know. I feel like I, w- I wish I had a better answer for that. I mean, I wish you had a better answer also. But it is my podcast. So I'm really, it is your it's podcast. It's really insane that you ask me a question on my podcast. Why? That's one of the most, probably the most disrespectful thing I've ever experienced. This is the worst thing. This is the answer to your question. Wow. This interaction. Oh, what's the worst with you? I'm joking for those of you at home. Um, uh, you know, someone just getting loud in the audience and then them getting kicked out. Yeah. I think it was maybe last year. Something happened where like a table of four got kicked out and they were, I waited for a while and they were outside and then they started fighting with me and people from the cellar and the cops came a second time. Like that was probably the worst. That's, and like the girl even came out to me and was like, I think you have potential. And I was oh, like, shut up. The like, one, I, one of them got thrown out, said you have potential? Four of them got kicked out. But she was one of the four? Yeah. And she, and she was like, p- I think you're funny and you have potential. And I'm like, oh. I'm not going to stop doing that joke. Oh, it was one joke that set them off? Oh, yeah, it was like school shooting jokes, okay. and they were mad at it. Uh-huh. Um, and also, I'm not like pro-school shooting, no. so that's what's crazy about it. Right. But yeah, people get upset. And they got, that was probably the worst, where like they stuck around to fight with me. To fight and with you or not, or to fight with the, the I bouncers? I think both. I think they wanted to fight with me and people from the cellar. That's such a, I mean, I've witnessed that so many times where there's people who just, it's so rare where someone just go... Yeah, you know, we kind of were loud. I guess I could see why that. Happened. They just think right. they were singled out. That's true. Do you? Is there anybody that gets kicked down? Is like we probably should not said that. I don't think that happens. I've had I've had like one or two apologies from people. Interesting. Like I've never a woman in in Arizona once. She said um, she interrupted me, and she wasn't even like a crazy mean person. She was a little too like interactive. And then she's at the end. She's like, "I'm really sorry. You know, I, you don't need someone like me in the audience." interrupting you. That I was apologize. nice. That's yeah, like, like real yeah, insight I, most yeah, people like, don't have. Right, and I accepted her apology. I've had the thing where somebody heckles and talks out loud and then after they're like, hey, I was just trying to help. Can I buy you a drink? And I'm like, no, you're Well, that's the classic. Douche. That's the classic. Yeah, and I'm like, no, not at all. I don't want you to buy me anything. Yeah. The classic, I was helping you. But I think right. there are people that just have the wrong idea of what... And then there's some people who just want to be heard. They think their voice matters. Yeah. They should do what we do and fucking do the work. Exactly. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I'll plug the podcast. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Vag. V-A-D-G-E. Oh, my God. I, had I known the name of it, I know would not have allowed that. Uh, well, no, Vag. Also, I, my Instagram to follow me and read those Tinder tap Oh, apps. what's that? Uh, it's just my name, Adrian Appalucci with an what? I. Why don't you spell that for everyone? Sure. I-A. You're reading your own spelling of your own name. That's weird. No, I'm not. <laughs> I-A-P-A-L-U-C-C-I. Okay. And it's A-D-R-E. A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E. Yeah. It's an exotic name. Adrian Appalucci. Yes. Very exotic. Uh, did you have a good time on my podcast? This was fun. This was good, right? Yeah. Time kind of flew by. Time flew by. Very. F- Thanks for having limited me. Limited editing we'll have to do on this one. Limited editing. And uh, I'll see you in New York. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And people at home, thanks for being here. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. 
We're back. I want to thank Adrian Appalucci again, and I want to thank you guys again. And this podcast is brought to you by Starburns. So go to starburns.audio. You can find out about this podcast and all the other podcasts that they produce. And I will see you probably next week. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Starburns Audio, a podcast network.